podcast listeners. Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. How are you doing, Tom? I am well, thank you, Chris. How are you going? I'm doing very well. A very happy podcast birthday to you, Tom. It's our eighth birthday. Oh my goodness. I can't believe we made our, it to eight. Our eighth episode, our eighth podcast birthday. That's um, amazing. Some may say that joke is getting old, but I am surely not one of them. It's only turned eight, so it's not that old. Well, that's right. And if I've learned anything from being a primary school teacher, after 500 times, it gets funny again. So, I can't wait. When we get to our 501st birthday, (laughs) it's going to be great. (laughs) Um, How was youth group on Friday, Tom? Um, It was good. We were at VCYC's one night event. That's Victorian Christian Youth Convention. It's the Victorian version of Kick. And if you don't know what either, if you know what Kick is, then you're not probably from Sydney, so welcome interstate and international listeners. Anyway, the point Um, is... (laughs) Well, so to maybe clarify, even further than telling people that they don't know what they don't know, (laughs) KIC is a big youth conference that runs a few times a year here in Sydney, and the KIC is... The Victorian one, is that right? Yeah. How yeah. do I was, they say I was it as a word? explain that. They don't. They say VCYC. But because no, didn't kick used to be like K, KYC, wasn't it? I think K- so. Timber Youth Convention. And then they added a K on the end, I think. Yeah. And now yeah. we just call it kick and people are like, what does that stand for? And Katoomba Christian Youth Convention. Youth Convention. Kookaburras. In Katoomba. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> carry on, Tom. <laughs> what about the Melbourne one? So, anyway, we didn't go to the actual convention because that's happening in May, but we have like a hype event on, on uh, one Friday, two Friday nights a year, one in term four and one in term one, and this is our clearly term one one. It was uh, out in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne at a church that I used to work at, so it's kind of fun going back to see my old stomping ground. I didn't stomp very much, but it was nice to see some of the youth who are now youth leaders and welcoming me at the door, which was fun. You're getting a bit old for stomping, Tom. I'm glad to hear you restrained yourself. I I feel like the people who are most likely to go about stomping are old white men, so I'm actually kind of wanting to move into my greatest stomping years. Well, I was going to say it was time to let it go and let a new generation of stompers arise, but I guess maybe we are on the cusp of becoming that new generation of stomping yeah. stompers. I want to stomp into a cafe and complain about something. It's... Anyway. Well, um... Don't let your youth stop you, Tom. And by youth, I mean the age that you are, but also the teenagers <laughs> that you lead. You stomp where you want to stomp. I take it all back. <laughs> anyway, so we, we we went out for this event, and it was um, it was sausages being served, and there was. Did you ever like, go to that music festival, Black Stomp? The 
<laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, so I. <laughs> well, this one's off the rails already. Cool. All right. We. I'm, I'm just thinking about if we're if we're talking about niche things, then a black mm. stump joke is incredibly niche. <laughs> so niche. Anyway, the point is, so we served some sausages. <laughs> we had some games in a big auditorium. We sang some songs. We had a talk about Psalm 8. And then uh, we went home and we had a pretty good turnout of kids. For like Normally we don't get that many coming to these events. We had probably bigger than normal numbers, which is excellent. And probably right. like the, the good thing for, that I really enjoyed was the drive out there because we're in – like the inner north of Melbourne, and I, the, we met in like one of the western inner northern suburbs, and then we we're heading all the way out to like the deep east of Melbourne. We got a good long. Yeah, drive you were in. looking forward to the driving last week. I remember it was yeah. going to be Prime Minister time. It, <laughs> and it was. I uh, great. We, I mean, I like. I got to sit next to a kid on the way there who I haven't got a lot of time to chat to he was he's new at the youth group and so uh he you know introduced me some of the music that he likes and we chatted about um his life and some of the books he's reading and yeah it was just really good just like there's just good time to have a you know 40 minute chat and then we had some other kids in the back and they could chime in sometimes they had fun chatting to themselves on the way home we uh got to do another long drive and had a full car again, but on the way back there was a different person. There was a girl in year 10 who's been around a long time, but we got to have a chat because we also don't get to chat there very much. Um, so I got to hear about what's going on in her life, and it was just just really good kind of time that you just don't get otherwise because you can't sit down with a kid for 40 minutes at youth group and be like, so tell me about your life. Um, but you get that kind of opportunity. Best not to probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you get it when you're in on these car trips, and um, and so you know it's just I guess just the reflection for me was it's just good to make the most of those opportunities. I went in going, all right, I got to make make sure we have good chats. Not like I didn't, I wasn't feeling pressured because I've got to be like, you know, make sure they become a Christian by the end of the car journey or anything. But just I wanted to make sure that you know I was asking them good questions and hearing about their lives and and it was it was good they chose who sat in the front so i wasn't f- forcing them there to have to talk to me it was good there you go great did you pick up any uh new music tips uh actually so the the, the person who i got introduced to was a guy called jacob collier who is um a guy i think he's in the uk i think this kid told me and he um creates all his own music himself like he, his album was called in I think in my room and he created the whole thing in his room. He played all the instruments, did all the singing. It was pretty impressive. This generation's Al City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that Al City is off stomping around cafes. Oh man. He young. must be stomping up a storm at this point. <laughs> Although he seemed like he was too earnest to stomp, but maybe age has wearied him and he's ready for a good stomp now. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, that was that was mine. I think what I'd I'd like to try and find more opportunities to go go on car trips. <laughs> well, you seem to have engineered a couple of car trip related 
youth group nights this term. So, yeah, I didn't get to drive kids around for our photo scavenger hunt, but there definitely was a lot of good opportunities for leaders to chat to kids. Great. Yeah. Maybe you could just like do a, we did one year a, uh, like a progressive dinner, but it was at fast food restaurants. And so it was just like you go to Macca's and get something to eat and then you go to KFC and get your main course and then you go to somewhere ill-advised. I forget what it was, something that ended up terrible for dessert. Anyway, (laughs) there's more driving around in a car for you. Yeah, it's it's a shame that, you know, it's not environmentally the best choice of activity. But um, when I get my Tesla, we'll be fine. What if you just divide into groups of four and walk in formation that's and a, then you can replicate idea. the car experience without yeah. the carbon footprint? Yeah, I think we might. I think that would go down really well. <laughs> Great. Or you could like do an activity where you make like a car out of a cardboard box and then you've got to like walk around the block in it while you have meaningful conversations. <laughs> I, I don't know why um, you are not planning all my youth group activities, Chris. It's well, this Perfect. is what the podcast is for, isn't it? You can <laughs> listeners take any Sharing of those ideas. and run with them. How was your How was your week? Well, if you recall, last week uh, or the the previous week was the week that uh, began with me finding a dead baby possum and didn't go very uphill from there. Mm. But this week was a a welcome return to form. It was, um, yeah, it was a good week. We. Uh, I stole Protect the President um, and yes. didn't even retheme it, Tom. I just called it Protect the President, and that was great. <laughs> and then we did another spy game, which was um, it was very much a Google spy games at three o'clock in the afternoon kind of week because I was doing a bunch of other stuff as well. But the one I found turned out to be pretty good, which was um, you take photos of like things around the church or like locations around the church and then send the youth out and they've got to find like retake that same photo, figure out where it is. Mm. And so we called it surveillance or something. Um, And I was going to print them all out um, and give them to them and then like send them off on a little scavenger hunt, but then the printer wouldn't work. And so instead I put them um, just into our PowerPoint slides and that turned out to be great because I would flash up a slide and they would all like run and then they'd have to like run back and um, show me the photo first. And um, so for the ones who liked running, I added a little something for them too. So that was a great, you know, it's not always the case that when you plan your activities at the very last minute, they go great. But in God's kindness, it was one of those weeks. Um, I like that game because it uh, it appeals to the running kids and the art kids who like photography. Yeah. And those are not a Venn diagram that usually, you know, intersect that much. But they did have to intersect because sometimes the running kids would like go too fast and they'd come back and show me the photo and it would turn out just to be a blur because they just like <laughs> snapped and run and it hadn't had time to fully register what was going on. So... Anyway, that all went well, and then one of our other leaders did a talk, and that was great. Um, And it was – so she had sent me the kind of outline of what she was going to do earlier in the week, and um, she part of what she was doing was 
like she showed a song. And so it was about morality. And she found this song on the internet. And it was this like very niche kind of electronic, um, I don't know. I'm going to like my musical genre explanation is going to fail me here. But it like I, I watched the video and I was like, oh, this could go either way. You know, like I could like I can see the kids like seeing it as a massive joke or I could see them like leaning in and taking it seriously. And that my inner micromanager thought about sending an email back being like, Oh, have you thought about that? And I just was like, nah, this person knows what they're doing. I will leave them to it. And it all went great. Suggest an LCD for her to play. It was, well, I don't know if the kids are up on our city, but, and I am passionate about, you know, giving them a proper musical education, but I decided (laughs) in this case, it was not the time or the place. And it was just a um, another reminder to me, which is like this should be obvious, but like not everyone has to do it my way and it's fine if they don't. And actually there's real benefit in people who just like do things not the way I would do them at all. Um, and so, yeah. And like this is someone who's like way experienced, like more experienced than I am in um, like they've done youth group for a lot longer than I have. So anyway, it was great. And it was a, a reminder to pull my head in um, preemptively. And so I did and it worked. So I feel like I'm growing as a person, Tom. Um, and then two other things that were super encouraging. Yeah. Um, and this is like me as a recovering, uh, like I, I've, I've still got a bunch of ways of, doing things that are like leftovers from when we had barely any leaders. And so there were just a couple of things that I needed to pick up um, on the way to youth group. And I realized I just didn't have time. And instead of stressing over it, I had a great idea, Tom. Mm -hmm. I decided to ask and see if someone else could do it. And they could. And they did. And then it didn't stress me out. And they were able to contribute and serve. And it was just that. So that was good. Turns out I can ask for help. Top tip. Delegate. Um, and another encouraging thing was when this kid got hit in the nuts. And that <laughs> and that's the itself, end of the podcast. <laughs> that wasn't what encouraged me, Tom. <laughs> what encouraged me was that this kid got, um, I think, accidentally hit in the nuts. But then there was a bit of uh, aggravation between the hitter and the hitty. And there was some high emotions and it was all um a little bit fraught for a bit but then like partly in light of the talk about like jesus vision of goodness um and also in light of just you know my youth leaders being great they encourage the kids not just to like um get over it but to like forgive each other and reconcile and they kind of step them through what that looked like and anyway the thing that was really encouraging to me was like that had happened, but also that there was this whole like story arc of, um, you know, nut damage and then (laughs) forgiveness and reconciliation. That's like the story arc of the Bible. (laughs) Well, in miniature, (laughs) Um, but like I was not privy to any of it and I just heard about it after the fact. And it just made me go, it's so good the place that we're in where I have these awesome, competent youth leaders who just will do this stuff. And I don't even need to know about it until after the fact. And so Mm. there's great stuff happening. That's got nothing to do with me. And I love that. 
Um, also, follow-up question. Can I say nut or nuts on a youth group podcast? Do we have to add an explicit rating to this we, episode? We do. And I should have been pressing the the censorship the bleep. button. Yeah. Can you <laughs> go back and bleep out? I'll, yeah, I will. If We'll do a thing at the beginning of this one saying if you've got young children listening, you may want to put in headphones that might hear the word nuts. Anaphylactic children as well may <laughs> want to steer clear of this one. Um, there you go. Well, I'm going to take this little uh, moment of wanting to change the subject to remind you that if you have questions um, that you would like to ask us or any feedback that you would like to give, you can email us Email us at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com. That's Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com. And I'd Do say don't forget to rate and review the podcast, oh. but I don't really mind that. Just listen and enjoy. If I rated enjoy. us on Spotify this week. Oh, it did you? Five what stars. Did you, what did you give us? Five That's stars, generous, Tom. Yeah, yeah, well, if no one else is going to do it, I should. Um, we did receive an email, um, but it's, uh, it's a bit more than we have time to get into on the podcast, Tom. It's more of a, uh, there's some suggestions and some, it's, uh, it's not a rebuke. You'll be pleased to hear. And they did wish us a happy birthday. They listened to our second episode, um, and wanted to wish us a happy birthday. So they've got so much, if they like birthday stuff, they've got so much to look forward to. Um, so thanks Ed for the email. I'll forward it on to Tom and I apologize that I haven't written back to you, but I have not. That was six days ago, Tom. And by the time he hears it, it'll be like nine days. So thank you for your patience, Ed. We will email you back. Can can Um, I ask you a question then if we have no questions? Yes, please. Um, in, so one of the things I think about semi-regularly and talk to other people about is how youth ministry is not just youth group and there's a whole lot more to youth ministry than going to youth group. But but sometimes we just kind of put youth group in the, like if you've got a youth group, you're, you're done, which mm. it clearly isn't. So what are the things at your church that you do for young people? What does your youth ministry look like? outside of youth group. I know this is the youth group podcast, but I thought we could expand Mm. it slightly. Well, so this is actually a a very live issue for our church at the moment um, because we're looking to hire a new member of our like pastoral team with a particular focus on youth because we're realizing that youth group is carrying a little bit too much of the load at the moment. And what we really want to do is get some uh, more deliberate mentoring happening for some, particularly like some of our older youth, um, just meeting up kind of one-on-one or in small groups or um, we're still like figuring out what the the best and like most, I guess, appropriate model is. Um, But, you know, that's a thing that takes time. Like I meet with a couple of the guys from our youth group on a regular basis um, well, when we can fit it in around everyone's schedules. And so that's like a few of us hanging out kind of outside to kind of check in on a more uh, in-depth level. Um, but I would love to see that happening more. Um, I also, we have a, um, a teen Bible study that has run um, over the last little while, like during the church service, which there are mixed 
opinions about. Like some people think that's a great idea and some people think, um, you know, it is keeping the youth out of the church service, which they will need to learn how to be in eventually. And so it's that's all in a bit of flux at the moment. So, um, yeah, if you ask me again sometime between now and our 501st birthday, I may have some more uh, coherent thoughts for you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're on the way. But I like the direction that I would like us to head in um, is, yeah, more kind of mentoring, particularly of, um, you know, youth who come to know Jesus at youth group but don't particularly have a, um, you know, a family structure that's going to, like, disciple them into that. But then also for our church youth who are there on the Sunday as well. Um, And also I think we are – I've had conversations with a few people at our church who – and the consensus has kind of been like we have – we are – good at being an intergenerational church, but we're not as good as we could be. And so it would be great to kind of think about what it looks like for the whole church to see it as part of the church's role to look after our kids and our young people. Because I think there may be a bit of a sense that like for some people it's, um, you know, the kids people and the youth people do that. That's not really my area. And I'm not saying everyone needs to rock up to youth group or teach kids church, but I think, you know, treating every person at church as a person who is equal in value and dignity and all of that, I think is, um, it's challenging for people who that's out of their comfort zone, but I think it's really important. What about you, Tom? What happened? I mean, I know you, your youth group is like the meeting of multiple churches. So (laughs) that like adds a whole other dimension, but what goes on in your world and by your world? So it's slightly common complex Melbourne. for me <laughs> because in my job I'm specifically employed to do youth group and not to run the youth ministry of the churches who are involved but some of the things that happen uh, are, which I generally am not involved with or sometimes I help out here and there but I'm not the guy in charge is like um, there's a lot of the churches are working to like get young people involved just in the service so there's things like youth playing in the band youth doing bible readings youth doing prayers um helping out with welcoming morning tea all the things that the rest of the church are doing they say oh yeah there's mm. things that you can be doing um i think i'd be really keen to encourage there to be that but also some deliberate mentoring that goes with that for not just here's the job off you go but Here's mm. someone who's been doing it for a long time and they can hang out with you and chat to you about how it gets done um, and maybe pray with you and think a bit more, you know, about what the its role within the service is and the like. So it's not, yeah, not just do the role, but, you know, build some relationships and the like in there. Mm. Um, there's also um, a thing where young people go will go out after the sermon every week or two in one of the churches where they'll go out and they'll just chat about what happened in the sermon, pray with each other, eat some Tim Tams. Mm. Um, so that's that's a way to keep them in church for most of it and learn how to kind of engage with the sermon but also have a bit of space to kind of debrief the sermon. And it's, in to some ways it's the kind of thing that it would be great if everyone was doing it because, like, I preached at 
um, one of our churches um, yesterday and uh, after the sermon, the, the discussion, I don't know what people talked about where I wasn't, but one of my illustrations was about um, Uber Eats. And so a lot of the discussion after the sermon was about Uber and Uber Eats rather than about, you know, uh, God's provision for us, which is what the sermon was on. Um, so and- it turns out that that thing that they say about kids' ministry where you shouldn't let your illustration um, overshadow your point applies to adults as well <laughs> um, who really should be able to follow it a little bit more clearly. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and my experience of like just after the service is that we don't spend a lot of time talking about what was actually preached. We spend a lot of time just talking about other stuff. And um, so maybe we could all get trained in how to have those kinds of conversations, not just our teenagers who are going to be ahead of the curve on that one. Mm. Anyway, there are just some of the things that are happening. I think there's plans for a youth camp coming up, which would normally be a youth group thing, but because we're a combined youth group it'd just be one of the churches doing it and um yeah so there are things that are happening but i'm cool thinking about it hopefully a bit more strategically so i can encourage the churches and that's that's yeah it it definitely feels for us too like we've got room to grow like all those kind of questions are the exact questions that we're trying to ask as like a church leadership so hopefully a little way down the line in this podcast, I'll have some more concrete things that we're doing that are working for us. So stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, Tom, we're just rounding out minute number 26 <laughs> of our 25-minute podcast. Is there yeah. uh, anything else that you wanted to raise today? Well, yes. Um, so, Well, should I tell you what's coming up next week? Really quickly, because that's what we did. Oh, yeah, next week. <laughs> Once again, Tom, thank you for reminding me of the format of the podcast, yes. which you have somehow and for some reason given me the authority to host. But go ahead. <laughs> so we, are, we are having dinner and we're having small groups. And we're talking about, like two weeks ago, we talked about Jesus the Savior. That was our, our Bible talk was on that. And so the small groups are going to be on that. So I think we're having tacos for dinner as well. So that'll be fun. Um yeah, what about you, Chris? Great. What's happening this week in youth group for you? We are in our second last week of term, and we are doing uh, Jesus Brings Real Wisdom, um, which I am doing the talk on, and I haven't started preparing it yet. But there's a chapter in my book about it, so hopefully that'll help in one of my books. Oh, by the way, can you remind me, Tom, that um, next week's podcast episode should be sponsored by my new book because okay. next yeah. week is when the actual launch week of that book is. Ooh, so um, false alarm a couple of weeks ago, but the, it'll be the real deal. Um, also, um, for activities next week, we are doing um, what I realized was very confusing. Um, it's been advertised as a Zoom throwback night. Um, which I thought would be super fun to like come to youth group and do all like do real life versions of all the things that we did, oh, yeah, we um, did during like online youth group. Mm-hmm. But now I've got all these kids who are asking me like, so do we come to youth group or do we just zoom in online? And so I've <laughs> sent out an email to all the parents saying, just to clarify, we're meeting at the church. And so hopefully everyone shows up and doesn't just like message me half an hour after youth group started saying, what's the link? Um, <laughs> but I'll let you know next time, Tom. Stay tuned for that. Great. And further afield, which I think what you're hinting at, is I wanted to invite people 
to uh, if you're in New South Wales in the school holidays, I'm going to be at Soul Survivor Conference and doing uh, some some talks, and there's going to be a bunch of young people there, and there's even like two, like all the nights are free. And I get to preach there, which is pretty exciting. So if you want to come up to Bensville on the central coast of Sydney, I'll be there preaching on Tuesday the 18th and Friday the 21st of April. Or you can come for the whole time, bring a youth group or bring... Are you going to do a meet and greet for all of your podcast fans? We'll do a special hangout and we'll all, all, you know, I don't know if we're going to give ourselves a name, the, the youth group, youth group or something, the youth group mafia. I don't, know, I don't know. Anyway, we'll uh, wait. A name for I. You sorry, know, I lost you know, the thread of you what know you're YouTubers doing. like they have a name for like their. Fans. Oh, like what should our our yeah, listeners yeah. call Eric's themselves? Got, like the the Eric Mafia and someone else called themselves the um the cult, the cult followers or something. <laughs> the, I don't know. Anyway, what about the youth groupies? The youth groupies. Yeah, we'll have a hangout for our youth groupies. <laughs> Get I don't together. like the idea of any of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. You should come along. It'll be fun. Or don't come along. It's fine. Either way is great. It's good. But I'm just saying because <laughs> I like to tell people when I'm doing a thing and they can Yeah, you should go because, I mean, you should go, Tom. But our listeners should go too because Tom is the best youth speaker I know and you would uh, find a lot of worse ways to spend your holidays than listening to Tom share the gospel. So there's my <laughs> endorsement, Tom. All right. Is that the end? <laughs> do we play our music, do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I think I think we did a podcast. All right. It, here it comes. I can hear it. I like to think of this as like a two-in-one special because it was our 15-minute podcast and then another one right after. So <laughs> we succeeded twice rather than failing once. Anyway, um, go to tomfriends.com.au to find out more about Tom. Um, Google Soul Survivor if you want. It's great. Um, and we'll see you next week. ChrisMoffey.com. You didn't say that. Oh, yeah. Nailed it again. <laughs>